Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Storytelling Lab, where we break down how to get to the heart of your story and the hearts of your audience to leave the greatest impact possible. And now here's your host, a filmmaker and competitive storyteller, Rain Bennett. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Storytelling Lab, where we break down the art and science of storytelling. This podcast is brought to you by Magnanimous Rentals. Cameras, lenses, lights, and much more at the lowest rental rates online. Magnanimous Rentals, every order submitted at magrents.com. That's M-A-G-R-E-N-T-S.com. Every order submitted receives a discount. Inexpensive production essentials ship right to your door. Magrents.com. Go Magnanimous. Listen, I've been working with Magnanimous Rentals for a few years, and I love it. I can't tell you how awesome it is to have a production trip, which I travel at least once a month or so, and I pack my bags and my luggage with my clothes, I hop on my plane, I reach my destination, I get to my hotel or my Airbnb, and boom, my equipment is there waiting for me nicely packaged up. My cameras, my lenses, tripods, lights, I didn't have to travel with any expensive or heavy equipment, and it just made everything a breeze. I do my shoot. I knock it out of the park, I pack the equipment back into the packaging it came in, and I stop by UPS or FedEx on the way back to the airport, and boom, it's back on its way to Magnanimous Rentals. Super easy, super affordable, and listen, if you have a production in-house for your business and you can't justify purchasing camera equipment, this is a perfect affordable alternative for you guys. Rent the equipment that you need and then send it back. Magnanimous Rentals, go check them out at magrents.com. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by Six Second Stories, where we help you maximize your impact through short form storytelling. If you have a business that could use some tips for marketing, especially video marketing, you're going to want to listen to today's episode. Today, my guest is Jake Failing 
the VP of Marketing at Movement Mortgage. So I don't normally deal with mortgage companies and businesses in that kind of space. You know, a lot of the times we're working with nonprofits or people in the healthcare industry or what I call purpose-driven companies, which are companies that lead a values-first system or strategy uh, in their businesses. And that's why I'm talking to Jake today, because number one, they truly have their customer in mind and all the work that they do. But number two, they are, I mean, they've changed the game when it comes to marketing, especially for a field where interesting, engaging, entertaining marketing campaigns may not be typically used. I know when you think mortgage industry, you think, okay, that seems kind of dry, These guys have changed the game and fully understand what it means to capture the attention and the hearts and the minds of their audience and do so by providing good value and good information on top of being entertaining with all of it. So what's funny is I actually have known Jake for a long time, I guess 10 years, maybe more at this point, it's 2019, that's crazy. But here's a little story about how we met. It's pretty awesome. So I don't know if you guys remember, but back around around 10 years ago, maybe a little more, maybe 2007, there was this YouTube video that went viral of a wedding couple um, dancing to, I think it was a Chris Brown song. I can't remember what song it was featured in the Double Mint commercial. Anyway, whatever. Um, And they start off with like something, if I can find the clip, we'll put it in the show notes, but they start off with something traditional like Etta James is at last or something and then like you know a couple measures into the song song a couple measures into the song there's like a record scratch and then they kick into like I, I don't remember what it was you can't touch this <laughs> so, something funky and they have a choreographed dance and it's like oh my god nobody expected it put it on YouTube it goes viral so there was a lot of these that happened during that time and actually that one um uh, was parodied or, or kind of used in a scene uh, in the office, which is like h- iconic and hilarious. The Jim and Pam wedding episode. Um, so around that time, there were actually several of these videos that went viral. And one of them belonged to Jake and Paige Failing, or who became Paige Failing, his wife. And it got really popular. I was contacted by the Rachel Ray show because Jake and Paige lived in Raleigh at the time. I was living in Chapel Hill. So I was contacted by the Rachel Ray Show to shoot, to, to go over to their house and shoot a package that they would play on the Rachel Ray Show because they were having Jake and Paige and two other couples, I think, that did, you know, viral videos for their first dances. Uh, Jake and Paige is, like, killed, by the way. And so they were going to have them all on the show and they were going to compete live, but they have to do the little like, you know, two minute package where they give you the backstory. You guys are probably familiar with that with any talk show or reality show. And so we shot that. I went and interviewed them and uh, got some shots of the dress that they wore. And then they had footage, obviously, of the, you know, of the dance themselves and maybe any other pictures that they sent into the show. And so um, that was it. And they won. They won the uh, the competition on, on the show. Um, so Jake and I just, you know, we followed each other at that time and and have kind of stayed in touch and seen what each other has been doing from afar 
but they moved to Charlotte and I hadn't seen them in a, in a long time, but I keep up with what they're doing. They're both amazing. They're both hilarious. And, um, Jake has a sports background and then went into marketing and then ended up with movement and has done amazing things there with the team. In fact, he just was, uh, invited to Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V's, um, agent 2021, which is a big conference. It was the first year that they had, uh, the mortgage, uh, industry represented, I believe. And that's a huge honor. And any, anybody who's in the marketing space or entrepreneurial space knows Gary V. And so, I was uh I was pretty, you know, impressed by that and, and reached out and told him congratulations. But then there was a video that I saw right at the end of 2018 that just blew me away in terms of its storytelling, its relatability, and its message and its call to action. And we referenced that in the podcast and I'll put that in the in the show notes as well. Um and it just clicked. I was like, man, this is it's this is exactly what I'm trying to help people do. These guys, if you, if you haven't checked them out, they're growing super, super fast, uh, Movement Mortgage, and the marketing and the branding that Jake and his team are doing is a huge part of it. On top of that, they are using a values-first system or approach to their business, and I think it's really working for people. So I'm done talking. I'm going to shut up so that you guys can learn from one of the best in the biz, Jake Phelan. Check it out. Hey, Rain. What's up, buddy? Long, long time. I know, man. How you been? Oh, just a handful of things going on. Looks like you got the same. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, you're you're back off the road now. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it has bit, been a, a, uh, a crazy start to the year. We acquired a company at the end of last year. I saw that. And, uh, and so, yeah, definitely a, uh, a fast start for sure. Who do you guys look up to in terms of marketers? Because what I, what I like to talk about today is, I think that you guys are doing pretty, uh, pretty awesome work, but also pretty innovative work for the industry that you're in. Yeah, I, and that's and that's the um, I think our reputation. I think that's what most people would say. Mm-hmm. And so for us, we don't really look at the industry to measure ourselves. Right. You know, we look at other brands and we look at other voices on social media. Exactly. Any any that any that you can think of or that you guys kind of like model yourselves after or try to be like or inspired by. Yeah. So, you know, I think that, um, on social media, there is, uh, you know, there are a couple of things where it's like, man, gosh, if we didn't, weren't so regulated, if we could go, um, completely <laughs> maybe free reign, you know, there's the fun ones like Wendy's. And I think one, one of our guys loves uh, the moon pie account, mm-hmm. all food. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the big thing for us to, or that we try to pay attention to is customer service. And mm-hmm. while I wish that, you know, maybe we had the resources of um, uh, some of these other places where they've got, you know, millions and millions of people that are doing community management and things like that. You know, I think that's the thing that's so impressive to me is when you see somebody tweet from a, a flight that's delayed and um, they uh, immediately get a response on Twitter. And maybe it's a robot um, and maybe it's not the uh, the most personalized thing, but um, you know, inevitably you see a story that pops up where somebody, you know, gets some really cool interaction with a customer service person. And I think that's what we aspire to. So it's, it's content, but it's also that. Where does that, um, does that 
real drive to care about your customers come from? Is that something that like Casey instills all from the top down or like, cause that's kind of inherent in all the stuff that you, you guys are doing. It looks like, like genuinely caring about your customer. Yeah. So that is real. So that's that, that I, like I tell people, I'm like, you know, I know how it may seem from the outside, but that is real. And that does come from Casey, his vision, you know, his co-founder, Toby Harris. Um, you know, that's something that is instilled, um, we think really through everyone that works at movement, you know, it, not that it takes a special person to work here. Um, but you know, there, there is a, a lot more than maybe that would come with just being part of a mortgage company. So mm-hmm. if, if people have come to movement from other mortgage companies, they might be like, Whoa. Right. Um, that's why I think that, you know, as a marketing department and as folks in operations upstairs and so on, you know, they're able to draw from other experiences uh, in their career, we've got a lot of people that aren't, you know, maybe financial services or so on, and that's okay. And that's why I think when they get here, um, you know, they're able to embrace that. Yeah, we really genuinely do care about people. And then I think just in general, from a customer service perspective, you know, I, I think that's something that I've tried to instill in the team. And and then from there, it's been good to see that others sort of pick up the torch and run with it as well. You know, our clients are the loan officers, and we've got fifteen hundred roughly loan officers. And so, yes, every day we are doing custom marketing work for them. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to put together marketing plans and strategies for them. Um, that's tough to do at scale with a team of about 25, but we pull it off. And, um, you know, foundational to all of that is picking up the phone, is um, answering emails, responding. I mean, all that, all that kind of stuff is uh, it's customer service. Doing and the, doing the work. Yeah, we take pride in it. Um, something else I noticed in, in that kind of customer service, bigger picture, I really liked the mortgage minute videos that you guys do. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I work with a lot of the clients that I work with, I am constantly teaching that like, and you know, Gary V talks about this a lot too, just like giving that value, giving that value for value's sake. Sure. You hope that it'll come back to you, but like how, how important is it to you guys or why is it important to, to educate your customer base like that because those little bits those little short videos are like there's a lot of questions that people are asking and you guys without any like specific return that you're seeing immediately are just putting out that good those answers for them yeah i think our industry it's not unique in this regard but it is different from others is that um it's confusing you know there are i'll say you know some of our counterparts in the industry right now have marketing out around um, trying to simplify the process, mm-hmm. and you know that that's our mentality as well. I think there's also the mentality of you know we're almost 100% retail, which means you know we're out. Our loan officers are out there; they're their own CEOs, and they're out there you know driving business um, with borrowers and consumers. And um, you know we are trying to help them do business through, which is one of the largest and most effective business development. Uh, channels and that's through uh, realtors and so we say that we're b to b to c Mm. um so we want to provide our realtor partners and other partners out there builder partners and so on with content that they will be able to share as well and you know everybody wants more content everybody wants help with personal branding everybody wants help with social and so if we can help coach our loan officers on not only being a financial guide you know, someone that can help answer questions beyond just, you know, how do I navigate the mortgage process? But then also a, a sort of 
mark, mini marketing and branding consultancy in and of themselves. So mm -hmm. they can go to their partners and say, hey, you leverage this content, use this content. It's not only interesting for people that are interested in mortgages, but just people that are interested in the process in general. Mm. And so we often hear, it's like, thank you so much for sharing this. This is great. You know, they're able to white label it. Um, you know, we can, our loan officers can send just the video file themselves. It doesn't have to be completely wrapped in movement all around it. So we try to keep that in mind when we create content. Uh, it's great because I think you're setting everybody up to win, right? Like that's the goal. Yes. Um, <clears throat> what are people missing in terms of marketing and branding. I mean, everybody wants that good content, like you said, and everybody kind of knows what they want to do, but I think people are yeah. still struggling. They are. It's funny. I just wrote an article for Housing Wire. I don't know when this is going to go out, but, um, you know, we're here in the middle of February and, um, you know, I, I, I write a blog or an article for them every quarter or so. And, um, this one was interesting. It was on getting back to the basics. So, which sort of screams in the face of everything that you hear right now that's going on in financial services and in mortgage, which is like tech, 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 mm -hmm. automation. And like, look, pl please do not hear me saying that I am going the other way or turning. No, no absolutely. Right. Keep, let's keep our pedal on the floor. Um, you know, if that can help improve efficiencies around the loan process, if that can help, um, you know, take some of the cost per loan out, like, man, I am all for tech. And there are some super neat automation tools and marketing that are, um, really helping loan officers move faster and do more business. But I look at the numbers, the adoption numbers. I, I look at the, uh, the traffic. I look at all the data and the data is saying pretty clearly that not everybody is using the tools mm -hmm. and not everybody is leveraging them to their utmost capability. And so I, yeah, this article, I hope it's not too much of a hot take. It's, it's so funny. <laughs> considered a, a hot take in that I'm saying go away, yeah. go, go. It's, but, it's your Jerry Maguire moment. Yeah, no, but I'm just like, look, <laughs> like, do you have a Facebook business page? And I know that may seem absurd to your listeners, but I say, do you have a Facebook business page? Yes. Okay. Let's start there. If you got a Facebook business page at every closing, do you take a picture of your client? You know, the mm. people that are buying the mm. home and then do you tag them and congratulate them? Okay, cool. You're doing that. All right. Now the third step is, um, what does the content look like around that? We have one of our loan officers who, um, through our custom marketing department created these, um, keys, they're giant keys. And it looks, you know, obviously you're moving into a new home, but he's also doing some where he gives back, like he gives to a charity, um, as part of the whole process. And he does a boomerang where people are like, you know, they're doing their key. And so it's, Look, it is not rocket science. It's basic. <laughs> but people know that at every closing, he's going to do a boomerang with these giant set of keys. And that's his thing. And so that's what I say is like, do you have a, a, a boomerang, a key boomerang, yeah. consistent piece of content consistent. to go along with that? And so if you've got all three of those things, then great. Then we could talk about running ads and things like that. Look, I believe me. I know that Facebook is pay to play. Like, don't, again, please don't hear me saying any of this stuff, but just the basics. It doesn't matter if 20 people like the post, if 18 of them are either past or prospective clients, customers, and then the other two are new people that are part of that sphere of influence, then those two people are leads, and you've just made your 18 other raving fans even more 
raving than they were before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so nurture that group, focus on that group, and then that will eventually expand. Don't go chasing, um, you know, oh my gosh, I didn't get 100 likes, or I didn't get 200 likes, or oh man, I, I'm, I'm, I know I should be on Snapchat, or I know I should be doing that. Like, yes, in a dream scenario, that's great. If you've got the resources, great. But find your strengths, find where you hang out on social media, or wherever in your personal brand, and then triple down on that. It reminds me a lot of, uh, I work with a lot of people on, the, on this going back to the basics concept. Um, a lot of my clients are nonprofits. Um, many of them, most of them are overwhelmed with all the tools and the things you know out there. There's a one-person marketing department or something like that. And so I help them go back to the basics and learn how to become good storytellers. Then you can use whatever tools you have. If all you have is your cell phone, you can make a compelling video. I think you guys under, understand this, and this is where I'm going with that. Um, so, yeah, I think mastering those basics, I mean, it, it informs every decision you make past that or any tools that you use. It helps you use them better. And I, I noticed that in a lot of the content you guys put out that there's the one that really like when I reached out to you was after the one um, start the home buying process in 2018, like the New Year's resolution one. Yeah. Uh, which was just such a great story. Like it had the tension and it just had something that everybody can relate to. And so I'm like somebody there uh, understands that concept of, of, of stories. Yeah. Um, where does that come from within the company? So, yeah. So I think you, know, for us, um, you know, I, I want to go out and I want to find when it comes to talent, I want to find the, the multi to use a baseball term. So the, the multi-positional person, the utility infield or whatever it is, somebody that can uh, be creative. You know, that's something that like you just can't put a price tag on creativity. So that's sort of like the foundation, right? So be creative, not afraid to be on your feet, talking in front of a group, um, can be in front of a camera, reading a prompter if necessary, can write, you know, is dangerous enough at all these things because it, we can't have a situation where everything's so silo that if somebody's sick, the place falls apart. Right. So to go back to what you said is, you know, the actors that were in that, you know, those are, it was one of our designers and one of our project managers. And the idea behind it was, you know, the guy that runs the mortgage minutes. So not only can he be the talent, but he's the creative behind these things. And I think for us, you know, again, as you get into that, that B2B to B to C content, um, you know, we approach it as like every month, let's put out something that is brand awareness, you know, for us, but in a multi-use, multi-tool. So it's brand awareness, but then also educational and also motivational, all the above, you know, sort of, you know, we're not going to, I think without telling the story of some of the, the not-for-profits that we give to tug at your heartstrings too much with that stuff, you know, we try to keep, we try to, but keep it resonates. That. It's real things that yeah. people can, can identify with that, that situation of her on the couch getting frustrated. That's a real thing that, that everybody can, can understand. Yeah. And the Cheetos, that's me eating the, the cheese puffs and wiping it on my shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I probably do that to Paige sometimes too, but, um, yeah, so I, I think that's for us is like, you know, I, I wish we had the time and resources to be able to sit in a room and just brainstorm and come up with fun ideas all day long. Um, but we've got to put out content that's going to help our loan officers do more business, you know, um, do one more loan. And we also have to generate some brand awareness around that as well. So the fact that you not part of the financial services industry saw that and it resonated with you means that we're doing something right. 
Right. And, and I like, I mean, it still needs to be functional, like you're saying. You need to be consistent with it. I mean, it's not all just about entertainment value, though. Somebody there on the team gets that. I think it's inherent in probably the people that you hire, right? Like, you've always been had that kind of personality. Yeah, I mean, we're not looking for, you know, career mortgage folks that are going to come in. We, we want people that are going to say, you know, we've got a, a, a content, a campaign series that's coming out here soon um, around unboxings. So anyone that has paid attention to YouTube at all right. or has it in the six to 10 year old range um, know that unboxings are huge. And, you know, I, I think the number one earner on YouTube is seven years old and he opens toys all day long. That's right. <laughs> thing. Um, so, you know, we've got a guy who's not seven years old, he's 30 <laughs> and, um, but he's aware, he's aware of trends and where the eyeballs are and where that attention is. And he's going to that. So we're creating this unboxing series where we're unboxing products. So take something again, that's not sexy or necessarily interesting to the masses, but wrapping them in a vessel that is, hmm. and you know, so we, obviously there's some goofy things that he, you know, he pulls out of the box. And again, we're very fortunate to have an in-house branding team that's able to make custom boxes and custom. I won't give out too many of the secrets <laughs> in the box, but it's it's neat. It's so it's, so we're able to take the content and and really skin it and give it our own special look. If somebody doesn't have the team that you guys have what's a way they can still use some of these tactics and strategies to, to resonate with their audience? Like, like the person that doesn't, you know, the one person marketing team. Yeah. So look, I mean, to come up with an unboxing series to the extent that we have, that's going to be hard. I mean, you have to pay for that. Um, you know, there are, I think that's maybe another podcast, but <laughs> for you to do, but like all those types of like, whether it's Fiverr and I know every designer just like cringed, um, <laughs> hearing that, but, you know, there are ways to, to, to leverage um, those types of tools overseas, uh, those types of things. If you want to get really, really hacky, let's say. And, but that I mean, that, that just takes a lot of research on, you know, Google and YouTube and so on just to figure out who can help you create those things. So that's hard. I understand that. But I would say, you know, um, and one of my one of my friends in the industry, Josh Pitts, he has a podcast. He just did, uh, and I'm blanking on the name of the book, but um, it's about finding somebody that you admire, and I mean, copy them. When I'm not talking about plagiarizing, right. I'm not talking about literally like saying the same things or stealing their social media posts or stealing their content, but copy the process. And so there are way more one-man bands than there used to be. And so like, look at you, like, do you have a giant marketing team behind you? No, nope. no. Okay. But I'm looking at, okay, so you've got a blue Yeti microphone. Um, you've got headphones that you probably bought on Amazon. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you put this together, you figured out Skype, you figured out how to do it. Like you did it. You went on YouTube, you probably figured out how to You maybe got a board down there. I see some cable, like you just did it. And that's what I encourage people to do is just get past that first step, identify where you want to go. And then just be able to pivot quickly. And so you could get five or six episodes into a podcast and go, you know what? I, I'm really uncomfortable. Or man, just the the bandwidth of trying to nail down guests is a nightmare. And I don't feel like dealing with Calendly. I don't feel like okay. Then then pivot. Then move on. And then maybe it's longer form medium articles, or maybe it's blog blogging on LinkedIn. You know, something like that. Just take that first step, and then see where that takes you. Do you guys have people or companies in your industry that are like 
confused why you put so much time and effort into the branding and marketing because it's still it's a little unique for your industry no 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 and and, i mean in fact we see it um uh i would say emulated in the industry a lot Uh, so i mean you probably see so are you this is our our gym we've got a gym on site rise up um and you know so we all wear t-shirts here and you normally it's a movement shirt but today you caught me in my gym shirt um um, Did you actually is, work out, or are you just wearing your gym shirt? Are you calling me? Out? Of course, I'm, I'm not saying. Do, if you on the bars like you, or the like in the park, in, wasn't that? Aren't the, didn't you film? Yes. Yeah, which coincidentally, the name of that movie is Raise Up. So, little, come on! Oh my gosh! True story. Um, yeah, I, I do not have the upper body strength or core strength to hang with those guys. But yes, we do have a, a big gym. I told people it was the nicest gym in Charlotte. Is in a mortgage company. It's crazy. That's um, it's unbelievable. But that goes but, back to sorry. That goes back to caring about your people, though, right? Yeah, like, absolutely does. Yeah, and so you know, no more. In fact, it's the opposite. When I go out, whether it's industry conferences or so on, people are like I've seen your stuff. I've seen you guys are crushing it with content. Everybody gets it. Like everybody gets that. Content is king, and that's where people need to be. But people, just to go back to the last question you had, like they just can't take that first step, or they don't know where to go. And so we, fortunately, have been at the branding game for a while. And when we really leaned into branding our loan officers, the personal branding piece, we were able to build from a foundation of a strong corporate brand um, that's just really, if you, you know, say rising tide lifts all ships. I mean, the, the rising tide was our our corporate brand with our loan officers. I noticed that you guys do a lot of, and I work specifically in this uh, part of video in, in super short form stuff that you guys are doing eight second pieces, 15 second pieces. Um, how has that helped your strategy or why do you lean into that? I think a lot of people are kind of resisting that or having trouble doing something that's powerful and connects under 10 seconds. Yeah. So I think that, um, well, under 10 seconds is tough. I mean, under 10 seconds, that some, some gifts are that long right. or gifs. What are we, are we going hard G or soft Man, G? I still say, I still say gifts. All my, right. all my nerd friends said that and I listened to them. And, you know, but I'm, I'm just a big believer of, um, is the content engaging? Is the content interesting? And so if you've got a video, you know, we, we've got some really amazing videos that were north of two minutes, three minutes. Mm-hmm. And those are some of our most you know, well-performing pieces. So, you know, the length doesn't really, you know, I, I don't get too hung up on the length. For me, it's more, you know, cause when, if you say eight to 10 second pieces that, that screams like that's a social media type of piece. Mm-hmm. Like that's a you know, fast or a quick hitting like Instagram story or something like that. I'm more interested in the person who can, think like a social media content producer not necessarily think was i guess there's always seems to be a tie of like can we do something for like 30 seconds and they're like oh so social so like social the link so so, so no like just whether it's a you know the meme of you know where you got the bar you know you get the bars at the top mm-hmm. and the bottom of the video and like thought leader piece um coming up with filters on the fly coming up with ways to be creative within instagram stories i'm more thinking of the Again, just the content as a whole rather than the length. Um, so I, I think it's both, just to answer your question. How important do you think just the use of video in general is to the strategy? I think it's really important. Um, but I think you've also just got to be um, honest with yourself. So, you know, I, I, 
it's like two hats here. One, am I talking to a loan officer? Or one, am I talking to my peers in the industry? So yes, of course, video is the most engaging. Um, you know, vertical. That's why you know Instagram went with the vertical. I mean, so like we've got all the information on the data. I get it. Going live, all that kind of stuff. Um, but if you are exhausted with like, okay, maybe I got to buy a ring light and the angle <laughs> which I hold the phone and right. all that kind of stuff. And, and like, yes, it's engaging. But if it's if the 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 value you get from the engagement is trumped by your anxiety and your budget and all that kind of stuff, then again, pivot to something else. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe audio is where you're like, man, I am just super comfortable in front of a microphone, and I love talking to people through this. Um, through this medium, or again, if writing, if you love to write, then man, I mean, LinkedIn is the just a petri dish right now of an opportunity to grow your personal brand and build connections. And so, find out again. I just go back to find out your strengths, figure out your strengths, figure out your voice, and then really lean in uh, to whatever that medium or mediums are. Are there certain? Um, mediums you guys are focusing on more moving forward to 2019, 2020? So that's a good question. Um, so, uh, yes. And for us, I think it's more of just what is the, the paid social strategy in general? I mean, not to go too inside baseball with you, but, um, you know, are we, is it pay-per-click? Is it, you know, uh, you know, direct to consumer type content that funnels to movement.com? Um, you know, what is, you know, what, what is that content? What are those platforms? I think that again, you know, to go back to the technology question, that train continues to move forward for us. You know, we've got a digital marketing team here who is super scrappy and we're, we're doing the work of like 40 people with a handful, but I always just tend to take the conversation to, um, the loan officer and what we advise them. And, you know, so much of it is, yeah, you know, engage on Facebook, get back to the basics on Facebook and then grow from there. Um, you know, people don't have the resources or bandwidth to be able to create that platform specific content like LinkedIn should be, you know, business centric, typically a thought leader piece. Instagram's got to be visually appealing. Facebook, you can get into sort of the longer form. Um, you know, some, most people are creating one piece of content and they're pushing it out everywhere and, and that's okay. But if you find yourself, again, I go back to if you find yourself exhausted by one or you don't get one, lean into the one where you've got the most success and frankly, the most intuitiveness that you're going to be, you yourself are already there hanging out. Like if you're on LinkedIn and you find yourself liking, engaging, posting, then just spend more time there. Focus on a strategy. There. I saw this video recently um, when I was kind of preparing for this from Casey talking about just finding your purpose, right? And I think a lot of people are, are in that vein or trying to live in that vein uh these days what's you have your job description you know and your objective that you're trying to achieve but what's your what's your mission like what are you what are you trying to do on a personal level with the job that you're doing every day i'm trying to help loan officers do more business close one more loan um yes of course there is the overriding mission of movement mortgage and you know which I is what just to love and value and, and build up our communities and, and people and, and everything across the country. Um, and you know, I tried to lead through that. Mm -hmm. Um, I tried to, you know, to keep that instilled sort of just in how I approach the job and then just one-on-one -on -one leadership with people as a team leadership. Um, 
you know, through through my team here, but then also through the field as well. So there, so there's that. Um, but then there's also just the the marketing, um, you know, the strategies and the guidance that we give them too. So, um, you know, for me, that that's that's how I try to lead. Any any takeaways that you had from uh, 2021 from Agent 2021 moving forward with the agency? Like what? Probably a million. Yeah, I just, I, we just need, there's no end to the content that should be created. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's so exhausting to think about. Um, you know, I'll just full transparency, you know, we deal with it with Casey right now. Um, Casey is, uh, he's an amazing leader and he's um, a dynamic, engaging, just human. And the content that we create for him is, I think pretty strong and we should be doing probably 10 X that content. And so, um, you know, we have to, uh, I could probably, I wish I could hire 40 or 50 more people to, to manage this, the day to day requests of our loan officers, but to really, um, create more content, you know, chop up, you know, like you said, with, uh, with this podcast, you know, find that pillar piece of content that you can chop up a million different ways. That was the big thing is just, there's, there is not enough content that you can create. I mean, yeah. it's endless. A lot of people don't understand that concept. I'm working with several clients now on that whole repurposing thing of just how to take something that you already have. Like you don't have to. You don't have to look that far. You don't have to start fresh each time. Mind the content that you have. I do a lot of long form video. I'm working with my team right now on looking through all that footage left on the floor that didn't yeah. make the six minute film. We got an hour interview. Right. You know, how, how else can we use that? You know? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. So I think we have, um, we've got a good framework here of trying not to leave too many people or, uh, lose too many people or too much content on the floor. Sorry. Um, but still it, there is a, um, gosh, I, we could be doing so much more. And I know that everybody says that I, you know, I talk to my peers in the industry every day that, uh, they say the same thing. So, um, I think that's the big focus for us is like, how can we get creative while staying, you know, efficient and scrappy to use that word again um, so that not too much gets left behind. And being consistent, right? Like you said, I mean, I've found that having that schedule, which is still tough for me to try to, you know, to set of like, we're going to create, you know, one valuable piece each week, one long form piece each quarter or something like that, whatever. I think having that schedule kind of helps. Yeah, I think that's that's an important point is just to be disciplined. And you know, we've got a team of four um, project managers that, I mean, like, gosh, they help keep this thing on track. You know, yeah. we do 700 projects a month um, and they help. Keep, I know it's I, I, yeah, I still tell people. Like, so I when you say we, that and then you say we could be doing 10x. <laughs> well, but, you know, so there's projects, there's projects for the field. Yeah. And again, that's the hyper local, hyper specific, you know. I'm a loan officer in Portland, Maine, and I'm sponsoring this event and this is money out of my own pocket. And can you help me develop a piece of collateral that I can hand out at it? And we're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like this is the fun stuff where we can like highlight like, piece of content into conversions. Uh, I'm just talking from a brand perspective, from Casey's brand, frankly, from my brand, um, you know, because again, having those multi-tool players here in the office, you know, not only are we um, employees of the marketing team, employees of movement, but we're also, 
you know, like we consider ourselves sort of mortgage thought leaders within the space. And so it's good if we're amplifying the message as well. Right on, man. Well, uh, I know you don't have too much time today, so I think we can cut it right there. A ton of great content, a lot of themes that we already talk about. So I appreciate your time. Any any final thoughts, any parting thoughts for those people who are struggling and overwhelmed and trying to create all this content and be consistent and be disciplined, but they're failing miserably? No, well, I would say don't don't. Hopefully they're not miserable. Um, just know that if they are trying, that they're doing far more than the average person. Good point. And just just to keep that, just to keep that mentality, and try to find, try to keep it simple. And you mm-hmm. know, again, the, the article I just wrote was "Keep It Simple, Stupid." You know, the Kiss, which I learned is a backronym. Did you know that? It's called a backronym. I didn't know that. Not an when the when the actual acronym is a word to try to make it catchy. What? That's I, I learned that in the process. But anyway. Keep it simple. <laughs> no, that's one of the best ones too. The kiss rule. Yeah, I say it all the time. Exactly. Find the small little pieces of content or places where you feel like you can make a difference and then go there and then it'll expand exponentially. And man, I think you're a perfect example of that. I mean, we met, you were, um, I think it was your own company. You were a videographer. Is that right? You were a yeah. producer and yeah. just watching how your career has evolved and grown. And now that you're leaning into the voice space, which is real smart. And uh, awesome, and I'm I'm happy to to be a part of it. So I think people can look to you, and if they take just a quick jog through your LinkedIn or your background, they can see all the the places that you've hustled over your career. Um, so I think you're a good sort of guidepost for that. Are you buttering me up? Is that what's happening? I I, I mean I hope so. I I, I know how these hey, things work, it's, man. It's working. Don't worry. Okay. Look, I just want to say real quick uh, on a personal tip, man. I I love you and your wife Paige, and like Obviously. you know you know. The listeners will know how how we met when I filmed filmed you guys for the Rachel Ray show. But like, you know, we've been Facebook friends since then and watching you guys and just uh, how you lead your relationship and your family. Now that I have my own uh, kid, it's just inspiring, man. I, I truly mean that. It's all it's been fun to watch you guys uh, just you know be a fun couple. I'm sure it's not always that way behind closed doors, but uh, I respect what you guys uh, do and how you support each other. It's just beautiful to watch. Thanks a lot. You've seen the whole the whole life cycle, man. I've been there. Man. You saw early days <laughs> when did. I could fit into my tuxedo, and now <laughs> the dad bod is real. Yeah, Three man. kids, <laughs> ship has sailed. <laughs> well, good thing you got that gym on campus for you. So. There you go. All right, brother. Thanks I appreciate your time, Jake. Thank you. Later, man. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.